Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Thank you, Farad, and welcome to all of our baby boomer friends. You have returned to the podcast made just for you, Another Day Above Ground. We talk about all things Boomer, and when I say we, of course, I refer to my two partners. First of all, from the great state of Indiana, please welcome the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Elon Musk has decided to change the name of Twitter to rebrand the idea. It's going to be called No One Pays Attention Anymore. Joining us from Denver, Colorado, please welcome the lovely Carolyn Strauss. Hey, yeah, Elon Musk, he can he can mess up anything. So if you want to find us on X, um, we don't know how you can do that yet. We'll let you know. <laughs> we don't know how to find each of us individually. We don't know how to find another day above ground. But, you know, we don't know how to find anything anymore. And for $44 billion, I guess, I guess it's one of those, if you spend $44 billion on something, you can destroy it if you want to. Absolutely. <laughs> and now Twitter is renamed X. Facebook is renamed Meta. This podcast is going to be renamed The Best Damn Podcast podcast you'll ever listen to so watch for that it might be the last damn podcast you ever listen to because it's for baby boomers hey (laughs) well here it is the middle of summer so to speak and and there's just major events happening everywhere taylor swift earned a billion a billion with a b dollars on her tour Beyonce is now on tour doing whatever she does. The two big movies, Oppenheimer, and the biggest grossing movie, Barbie. The Barbie movie. And I, first of all, I, I, you know, obviously I was never into Barbies. You know, they come out with a GI Joe with the Kung Fu Grip movie, and I'd probably go see it. But, but the Barbie is is a big thing, and we're very lucky because Tim knows a collector of Barbies who can tell us all things Barbie. Take it away, Tim. I'd like to introduce my good friend, Fred Collins. Hello, Fred. Welcome to another day above ground. Well, good afternoon. It's good to see you again. Now, my first question is you appear to be possibly of baby boomer age, as are we, and as are the listeners to our our show. You also appear to be male. I am shocked. I mean, I'm hoping you do you identify as male? I do. Good. Okay. So I just assume, I don't want to assume anything anymore. I just when Tim said he found a Barbie collector, I so expected a woman. Tim, Tim surprised all of us with this. So wow, Fred. Now I'm curious. Go ahead, Dale. I, I'm I'm stunned. Anyhow, so uh, Fred, what what got you into Barbies? So well, to speak. originally it was Spike. Uh, my ex-wife and I used to collect uh, holiday Barbies and a few other Barbies they have around the house as a decor kind of a thing. And then when we separated, things were getting a little contentious, and she wanted more money. Uh, you ever found one that didn't? And <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> anyway, so I said, well, you have to give me something. 
I said, I'm not just going to, you know, kick your end up and walk away with nothing. So she said, what do you want? And I said, I want the dolls. Now, at the time, I didn't really want the dolls, but I knew she wanted them. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, then once I had them, I had to do something. So I've always been a little bit of a collector, and the collector gene is something you either have it or you don't, and uh, I do. And the collecting, is it's about the hunt. It's about the finding the object of your desire. And I just, once I got into it, it it's actually a fascinating hobby. If you see a, a look above my head, those are Barbie dolls on that shelf up there. I have a few Kens, but really I was, I was mostly a, a collector of all the various incarnations of Barbie. And there were a lot, weren't there? I remember Barbie. I remember Malibu Barbie. She had sisters, didn't she? Skipper and... She had a little sister, and she had friends, and uh, she even had a cousin for a while. Uh, But she was always the main focus. Uh, And she's had hundreds and hundreds of professions. Uh, At one time, I had an archaeologist Barbie, for instance. Wow. (laughs) Well, you could take that to the Indiana Jones movie that nobody saw. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, that would be brilliant. You take the archaeologist Barbie doll into the Indiana Jones movie and take a picture of her in front of the movie and go, there you go, Harrison Ford. Oh, my gosh, that would be the best scene. Could also probably get a poster of the movie so you wouldn't have to go to the show and take the picture in front of that. Actually, Harrison Ford is 80 now, so this movie should have been called Indiana Jones Finds Himself. (laughs) After looking. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, really soon. (laughs) Well, now that you mention it, he's 80. Um, uh, Fred, do you know how old Barbie is? Yes. Barbie came to life in 1959. So I'm one year older than she is. Barbie's a boomer. She's a boomer. She's 64. Very cool. Very cool. Now, um, how many Barbies do you have? Well, currently my collection is down to 101. Wow. Uh, I, I live in Mexico. And when we moved, my wife said, you're not taking 1,200 Barbie dolls. <laughs> Is this the wife that you didn't want to give anything to, or did you replace no. her with a newer addition? Well, well, this is actually newer funny, addition. Carolyn. Can you hang on a second? What's your wife's name, Fred? Barb. Barbie. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so she was the hundred and second in the collection. She collects Barbies. Wow. I collect. I collect. It's like Carson. All of Johnny Carson's wives had the same name, man. You know? Wow. wow I, talk about I, having I, a vision for your life. Seriously, yeah. your vision board came to life, man. You got your very own Barbie. And how many? Uh, Barbie also. How many are there if you collected all of them? Oh, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know if Mattel knows how many there are, because not only have they made uh, uh, thousands of different types of Barbie, not just professions, but different outfits, different themes. But they have made over the years many uh, 
region specific Barbies. They have Barbies that are made in India that are only for the Indian market, for example. Wow. They, uh, Barbies in South America, which, and that has to do with, you know, you know, international corporate marketing. So I, I would hazard that there's, it's probably upwards of 20,000 different individual Barbies. Now, so the now, South American Barbie, her hips actually move, right? <laughs> well, their, their, their skin is a little darker uh, and, and yet they're more articulated uh, but even here in uh, uh, when I go into the local uh, uh, store here there are probably at any given moment two dozen different kinds of Barbie up on the shelf and they're, they're also uh, age specific you make certain Barbies for certain age groups but Mattel, they have really gone above and beyond, well, for 60-some-odd years now. And, and you're, the, just talking, uh, you're just talking, Ken, about the Mattel Barbies. Now, uh, right. I, I, went to a, I went to a Barbie convention. It was actually a Ken-vention with, <laughs> with friends. I love Ken-vention. <laughs> in Chicago. And uh, what? what I didn't realize. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you go to that? What? Why not? Okay. <laughs> it was, it was, was fascinating. But here's here's what I found out. Uh, uh, let me finish this, and you can talk more about the convention there, Fred. Uh, what I found out is that there's actually uh, people who do uh, Barbies privately. That they're that they're they're essentially off label. That they'll take the they'll take the Barbie. They'll they'll take all the they'll they'll bleach the Barbie. They'll take all the hair out. Then they'll redo the hair, the makeup, and make special dresses for very limited edition. And they're not uh, they're not authorized by Mattel, uh, even though Mattel likes them doing that. And I, I I read somewhere where the Brazilian Barbie is already true to life. You know, <laughs> I just wanted to say, go ahead, Fred. I just wanted we, to we toss have, that in. We have what's called um, oak Barbies. Oak stands for one of a kind, where an artist will take a Barbie, they will throw away the outfit, they will scrub off the face paint, replace the hair, like Tim was saying, and it will look nothing like the original doll. And then they will sell it for anywhere from five, six $600 up to two or $3,000. I'm about to pay somebody a lot of that money to do that for me. So it's all good. <laughs> so when they do all of that and scrape off everything, is that then the Madonna Barbie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Tim was talking about convention. I've been to convention several times uh, a long time ago because I've lived down in Mexico now for over eight years. And I have a couple of the convention convention dolls. And while I was there in uh, Chicago one year, I was interviewed for on the Steve Harvey show. Oh, so yeah. if you if you Google or go onto YouTube and uh, you search for Steve Harvey and Barbie Man, you you can watch. I guess it's probably maybe a twelve minute interview or so, and they've got a picture of what. Well, it was a pretty substantial part of my collection at the time, where they've got. Up on the stage, they have, I don't know, five or six hundred dolls. Wow. And I the, have one. The theme, was, the theme was, my husband won't give up his Barbies or something like that. Wasn't that the title? <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> now, does Ken have any friends? I mean, Barbie had a lot of friends and, and other girls she could hang with, but I'd never seen Ken with, you know, anybody. Yes, uh, Ken had uh, uh, several friends, uh, Blaine and Alan. But they were never 
They were never top sellers. Uh, for every can that is sold, it is probably upwards of 50 Barbies that are sold. Uh, a, a little girl that wants to have a bunch of Barbies and Barbie's friends only wants one can usually. It, it's, it's just not that. You know, big. It's a big job for him, then. Holy cow! <laughs> well, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that Ken doesn't talk about a lot of his friends to Barbie, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of sees them on the down low. <laughs> I looked up online. There are uh, there are over a hundred thousand of 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 you fellow Barbie collectors out there. That's incredible. Well, when we get into one, when we get together in one place, it's it's certainly bizarre. Um, I have many many friends in the in the Barbie doll collecting community, and we have a con an annual convention. It just it just finished up recently in Florida, and you will see dozens and dozens of people dressed in matching outfits to their dolls. Uh, wow. We we buy and sell dolls and trade dolls and trade clothes and all kinds of things it's just like any other if you if you went to a comic con or any of the action figure conventions it's very very similar to that wow. people are kind of the same all over it yeah just, the, the the specific of the doll is a little different but people that collect toys of any kind they're they're kind of all cut from the same cloth Fred, i heard wasn't it true that like wasn't there a big controversy like 20 years ago that they redesigned Barbie to be more body positive? Yeah, like, that didn't go well. It didn't, right? <laughs> like New Coke and uh, uh, Dylan really Mulvaney was. Bud Light. <laughs> well, I will tell you uh, a myth that has been perpetuated by um, uh, people that do not care for the Barbie body image for many years. Barbie's waist, if Barbie's dimensions were translated into a, a, a normal adult-sized, you know, female, sure, it would be right about 34, 18, and 38. The reason that she has what would translate to an 18-inch waist was because when you're working with cloth on that small of a scale, it has a tendency to bunch up. And when she had a, a larger waist, she looked fat. Well, little girls didn't want fat Barbie doll. <laughs> Neither do big boys, but that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> now, when you go to those Barbie conventions, you said everybody dresses up. Does it hurt to wear the high heels? It does. <laughs> <laughs> I lost a bet one time, and I had to go to the big party in a, 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 a black cocktail dress and heels. <laughs> you know what? I have a lot more sympathy for women that dance in heels than I did before that. <laughs> and for drag performers, too. So. <laughs> now, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's funny. I'm looking at my Barbie. I would wear this outfit. I have one Barbie, and it was a gift. It's a collector edition. Mm -hmm. And it was a gift. And she lives on my bookshelf, actually, show for when I do programs. Okay, so I'm going to yeah. show it to you. I think I'm going to have to hold on. Let me just turn off my background for show a second. Me your Barbie. I'm going to show you my Barbie. Let's just <laughs> turn off my background so you can see it. Okay, so that's... Oh, absolutely. I had that. What is that, Fred? <laughs> what, is, what is that? I 
remember is that the, yeah sixties Barbie the, with the go-go boots and the I believe the skirt is blue. It's kind of hard to see here. It is. Right. It's teal. It's teal leather, and she's wearing white go-go boots, white fishnet stockings, the coolest multi-tie-dye top, and a pink feather boa and giant hoop earrings and a cap. I would wear this outfit in a second. You're selling it like it's the Home Shopping Network, by the way. That's really funny, honey. <laughs> oh, Carolyn spent decades on the Home Shopping yes. Network, Fred. It's just, that's, so that's what she used to do. <laughs> I can't not do it. I can't not, I can't not. Anyway, so Fred, is, is she worth anything? Not that I'm willing to part with her, because I am not. Oh, sure. Um, I have a couple here in the corner that are probably worth, I don't know, three, four hundred dollars each. Um, I have... Uh, my uh, uh, Paris convention doll that I could probably get a thousand dollars for if I wanted to. Uh, at one time, I, I sold most of my really expensive dolls, you know, before we moved down here. But right now, if I was going to sell them in bulk to one of the dealers that I have a relationship with, I'm sure I could get, you know, I don't know, three, four thousand dollars for the ones I have left. And but that's up to the administrator of my estate, not really me. I, I don't really <laughs> party with them, you know. They're going to go at a garage sale, you know that. Anyhow. <laughs> one of my one of my deep set fears is it, we we die in Mexico, and some six year old girl is is going to be playing with a twelve hundred dollar Barbie doll. Exactly. By the way, since you mentioned that you're now in Mexico, I believe we are the number three or four podcast of humorous uh, nature in Mexico. Well, I we have a lot of boomers down there. I have been listening to your pod for several years. Uh, I'm I'm actually a little bit behind right now because generally yours your your podcast is not dated, so when I listen to it isn't terribly important. But you are. Uh, on on my podcast app, and I have been listening for a very long time. Yeah, God bless you. Thank you. That's, I got it. One question. Oh, that's why ahead. we're number one. We got we've got yeah. a listener. <laughs> <laughs> the one Barbie that I remember there being a great deal of controversy over was I think it was called Teen Talk Barbie. Yes. Where you pulled the string and she said, "Math is hard." Yes. <laughs> oh, among collectors. Collectors love that one. They, <laughs> it's kind of like the Beatles baby butcher cover. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes, uh, you know, toy executives get there, get together and say, hey, this is a good idea. And then later on, it's, why did you let that go through? <laughs> <laughs> Hold the string. No, Ken, not without a condom. <laughs> one of the things, one of the things I remember from the uh, from the uh, 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 convention, convention is that uh, is that they also did, isn't there wasn't there a contest for like a diorama for for setting up like uh, yeah. you, they you do that at uh, the, the the Barbie convention also, and these people very creative people they will they will set up some unbelievable scene using everything scaled to size. And they they spend a lot of money on them. Uh, they and they usually customize the dolls. And I've seen everything to 
uh, an apartment to, you know, a fully decked out, a kitchen, a bar. I even, uh, one year, uh, someone did a, a Halloween thing, themed one with about 20 dead dolls in it. And they can be quite large, too. And But the imagination is unbelievable. I have one question, Fred. What is the rarest Barbie that still exists? Oh, there are still original dolls out there from 1959. Uh, uh, you, there are still people buy things and they forget about them. So there were dolls that you know were shoved in closets or, or whatever. But the, you, I have seen multiple 1959 Barbies, uh, blonde with the curly you know hair and the zebra bathing suit. Uh, I have I have had, held them in my hand and people are real particular. Not just anybody gets to touch them. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> you have held them in you're... your hand as Barb yanks your arm going, there's no way you're paying that for it, Fred. Let me hold it. She wanted me to give her $17,000 that day. Oh, wow. And I was, I was starting to ask about credit cards and the <laughs> steering glare on the back of my neck. <laughs> I hope your own Barbie is particular about who she lets to hold it to. Oh, That's yeah. all I'm saying for you, Fred. <laughs> Carolyn had to throw that in. Anyhow, Fred, we're out of time, and we would like to thank you so, so much for joining us on our what turned out to be a Barbie-themed show in the middle of Barbie mania. And I never uh, never would have guessed that there were serious collectors like yourself out there. So thank you so much for joining us here. I was happy to do so, and uh, it was a very enjoyable uh, uh, time. So thank you, and uh, I will continue to listen to your podcast. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks a lot, Fred. Fantastic. Thanks, Fred. Take care. It has come time for our weekly game. As you know by now, we play a game on this program, and it's based on the uh, the best board game for boomers called Boom Again. It is a phenomenal board game. It contains all kinds of questions that only baby boomers would know. So each week, we ask you three questions. If you send in the correct three answers, you win a game. Where do I send those? Well, Carolyn, where do they send those? Send them to another day above ground show at gmail.com. Another day above ground show at gmail.com. Send the answers. First, I'm going to give you the three questions we asked last week and those answers. Question number one was. During many of his guest appearances on Laugh-In, Sammy Davis Jr. donned a white wig and gave what line over and over? This was a hard one. Last year, Either last one. week's questions oh. were hard. Here come to judge. Here come to judge. Oh. Here come to judge. Oh, you know what? That wasn't Sammy Davis. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Slip Wilson. Well, it says Sammy Davis on the card. I'm reading it here. Well, I don't know now. Okay. So if you have Sammy Davis <laughs> or Flip Wilson, we'll take it. I'm pretty sure it was Flip Wilson. Okay. In science, I'm pretty sure it was Sammy Davis. You know, In science class, we learned that human blood contains four parts, and we asked you to name three of them. Well, the four parts that blood contains are, of course, yes, Carolyn. Alcohol, sugar... <laughs> <laughs> marshmallows and, uh, and grease yes and grease uh, uh, totally good and cholesterol 
Actually, it contains red blood cells and, of course, white blood cells, platelets, and plasma. You put all those four things together, and you got yourself some blood. Okay, all right. I was wrong. It was Sammy Davis Jr. Okay, thank you. Now, if you had Flip Wilson, you're not going to get credit anymore. So, okay. And our last one from last week was one U.S. president was responsible for building the Panama Canal, and another one gave it back to Panama. Who were they? Building Roosevelt the Panama and Canal. Carter. Beg your pardon? Roosevelt and Carter. Roosevelt and Carter. Teddy Roosevelt and Jimmy Carter. Yes, gave wow, it back to Wow, Tim, that's impressive. Really? Well, yeah. I thought everyone knew that. I yeah. Don't. <laughs> okay. Here's this week's questions. Get a pencil, get a paper, get something in front of you to write these down so that you can send them in to another day above ground show at gmail.com. All right, the first one was these are easy ones this week. Some college kids figured out how to have fun with pie tins embossed with the name of a Connecticut bakery. Name that bakery. Question number one. Question number two is in the, uh, oh, beginning in the boom era, what holiday became associated with the Jerry Lewis telethon? What mm. holiday? I was on the Jerry Lewis telethon, three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> the only people that saw me were insomniacs and crack addicts. And it's not uh, Ladies' Day. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, let's see. Oh, in 1976, Frank Sinatra made news when he did something on a television telethon. What did he do that made news in 1976? So those are your three questions. Feel free to look up the answers if you like, because you have time before you send them in to anotherdayaboveground.show at gmail.com. And if you want to buy a game, if you just want to, like, get the answers from the game, because I think there's something like 500 and something questions, you can go to boomagain.com. You can buy yourself a game in the promo code area when you're about to check out. Use the promo code 10ADAG, and you'll get 10% off the price of the game. And here's a little question just for us. This doesn't count for the contest, but I just came across it. Name the five characters in the village people. Oh, there's the Indian, the cowboy, yes. the fireman, or no. is it a poli- it's policeman. Policeman. Yeah. Oh, my God. How do I not know the other two? It's, uh, they look, they, I, I just remember they looked like Biden's cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> one was a construction worker. Right. And one was a biker. So right. there you go. So even we don't get all the questions right all the time. But that's why we're here, to provide those answers for you. Pretty much wraps it up for another week, kids. Carolyn, do you have any final words to say to our listener? No, just just connect on Facebook, connect on LinkedIn. I'm Carolyn Strauss everywhere. And you can also go to carolynstrauss.com and, um, and refer me for clients because, you know, I have way too much time on my hands if I can do this every week with you guys. Okay, well, yeah, you'll make about uh, twice as much money to do this every week. So. <laughs> Tim, Tim, any final words? Hey, as always, go to timslego.com, find out if I'm going to be in your town. 
There you go. And I invite you to go two places. First, DaleIrvin.com, so you can sign up for free for the Friday Funnies. You press a button on the homepage, enter your email, and every Friday I'll send you a recap of the really weird stories in the news, along with a video uh, presentation also. And the other place you need to go is anotherdayaboveground.com. This is a listing for all of our podcasts. More information about Tim and Carolyn and myself, and you can even leave us a note there. That being said, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Tell your friends about it. Teach them how to download a podcast and go out and enjoy the rest of the day because today is Another Day Above Ground. And that's it for Another Day Above Ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.